0: Welcome to For Your Success with Katie Horner, an inspiring program about overcoming the I'm Too Small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Four Year Success podcast, where we challenge the comparison mindset and teach that you're never too small to have an influence, follow your dreams, or build a successful online business. I'm your host, Katie Horner, and I'd be honored if you'd leave us a review and invite your friends to listen too. Today's resource highlight is ConvertKit, the number one email service provider for entrepreneurs and the one that I use at bloggingsuccessfully.com. ConvertKit allows you to customize and streamline your subscribers' experience in ways that no other email service does. It helps me to serve my readers better and retain them longer, turning them into loyal fans. I can't recommend it enough. You can get the details at bloggingsuccessfully.com ConvertKit. Our guest for today is Mac Pritchard, and he is the publisher of Mac's List, an online community for people looking for rewarding, creative, and meaningful work. With more than 80,000 people a month visiting his site, he includes a job board and a blog, as well as books and courses with all the nuts and bolts of job hunting and career management. Mac also hosts his own weekly podcast called Find Your Dream Job. I know you're going to find today's interview very enlightening and encouraging. Let's listen in now as we introduce Mac Pritchard of Mac's List. Well, today we're welcoming Mac Pritchard to the podcast, and we're so thankful to have you here, Mac. Mac from maxlist.org, and excited to learn um, and hear from your inspiration today.
0: Well, thank you for having me on the show, Katie. It's an honor.
1: We are honored to have you, Mac. Now, you have two businesses, and um, we've talked about that just before um, we started the recording Um, maxlist.org and then also Pritchard Communications. So tell us a little bit of your history, how you got started and then what made you go have two businesses online?
0: Well, Katie, I'm actually something of a late bloomer. I'm in my late 50s and I have had a career in government and politics and nonprofits. That's what I did in my 20s, 30s and 40s. Uh, I was a Spokesman for different state agencies and nonprofit agencies, and uh, speechwriter for a governor, uh, uh, mayoral. Can- I worked as communications director for a mayoral candidate, and, uh, but uh, I started my businesses. Uh, the first one, uh, Max List, about 15 years ago, as a side project, and Pritchard as uh, uh, Pritchard Communications is a public relations company, and and both are mid six figure operations now and altogether they employ 7 people and I I was inspired to do this because I had the opportunity to do it um the public relations company began when an organization that was funding my position at a nonprofit offered me the opportunity to do work on the side and so it began as a uh, a kind of side hustle a, a side gig I had a contract and uh and that led to more contracts and then i started hiring people and our 10th anniversary is actually this spring in april and now we're a team of, of four who work out of a conventional office in downtown portland oregon but we work with clients across the country uh foundations non-profits profits, and purpose-driven brands now Maxlist was also a side project it's a if you uh your listeners go to maxlist.org they'll find a website that helps people find rewarding creative work. There's a job board with hundreds of listings, as well as practical advice about how to look for your next job. There's a podcast, blog, books. Uh, and we do this, uh, and I started that as well as uh, as a way of networking with others, and then I found a way to monetize it. And I've been doing it for 15 years now, uh, and it employs uh, five people. Uh, and in each case, I – Tapped into something that I was excited about, uh, whether it was helping nonprofits and foundations tell their stories through my public relations company or, in the case of MaxList, helping others uh, find their dream job. And the energy that I felt about that helped me in the beginning, uh, inspired me to start these businesses and uh, have led to the enterprises that we have today.
1: I really love that, that the passion for helping others is what has spurred you on to success with those businesses. And, you know, I tell, I tell the people in our Connection membership all the time, if we didn't have people, we wouldn't have business. <laughs> it's all about the investments and the relationships with the others, and, and that's really exciting. And now, I believe you mentioned you have a new book just out, Land Your Dream Job Anywhere. Tell us a little bit about that book.
0: It's uh, it, It's available on Amazon. You can also find it on our website. We took almost five years of blog posts about uh, how to look for satisfying, rewarding work as well as manage your career and turned them into an eight-chapter book. It's about 150 pages. And uh, it, And the reason we do this, Katie, is because most of us aren't taught how to look for work in high school or college. We learn it by trial and error. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get stuck. Um, they might find their first job through an introduction or perhaps an internship, and that uh, through word of mouth they might learn about their second or third job. But then, then uh, because they don't, they haven't developed job hunting as a skill. Uh, right. Often they'll struggle with a transition, uh, right. or they're paid off, and they they think that the way many of us think the way to look for work is to look at job boards or. Uh, there are still newspaper classified ads out there, too. <laughs> but the problem with that is that up to as many as 80% of all jobs are are never posted mm-hmm. uh, by word of mouth. And there's no conspiracy here, Katie. It's, it's a, a fundamental principle of human nature that people hire people they know or they hire people who are recommended to them by people they trust.
1: Yes, that's true. I,
0: uh, yeah and i i run a job board i'm very proud of the value that we offer to the employers who post positions with us uh, they tell us they do it because we've created an online community of talented well-educated accomplished people and so employers say they get fewer candidates when they post with us but they uh they get better candidates but the employers who work with us don't rely on that posting alone they also turn to their own networks mm-hmm. and so our our book and our other educational materials, uh, including a podcast called Find Your Dream Job, teach people the nuts and bolts of how to look for work so uh, they can find that next position or manage their career successfully to accomplish their professional goals.
1: Hmm. Very interesting. I'm excited to to get that and, and read through it. Talk a little bit about when you were just starting these businesses. Um, just just getting them growing maybe before you had employees when those moments of discouragement come or the doubts or the I'm just a small fish or is this ever gonna work talk to the person who's in that place today what was it like for you how did you get beyond it what was your your inspiration or your method of your motivation to to keep going and make it work
0: a couple things I and I do remember distinctly when I started the public relations company I was working half time at a university here in Portland, Oregon, and half time on my business, and I felt like a fellow who was standing on a dock with one foot on the dock and one foot in the rowboat, and the <laughs> rowboat was drifting away, <laughs> and I had to decide where was I going to shift my weight.
1: All right. Um,
0: and I think uh, every small business or every business owner rather uh, experiences that feeling. So, how did I get through that? Uh, I saw that uh, uh, the skills that I had developed working in government and nonprofits and politics were uh, actually prepared me perfectly for being a small business owner, especially the work I had done in political campaigns. I um, had worked on about a dozen election campaigns here in the United States. And it, uh, it was actually like working on a tech startup in many ways because a political campaign uh, it usually starts with a conversation around a kitchen table there's a candidate and uh, who's joined by friends and family uh, and you uh, there are donors they're typically again that same small circle but over the course of however long the campaign lasts Katie 6 12 18 months you've got to create an organization with systems and you've got a you've got a product it's the candidate mm-hmm. uh, and election day after the votes are counted whether you got a sale or not and if you do this work uh over a period of years and i did it's it's like being a you you shut down that campaign win or lose and then you start all over again and so in many ways it's like being a serial entrepreneur (laughs) when i i reflected on that experience uh when i was starting that first business and trying to decide where to shift my weight whether i'm to, to the boat or the dock Uh, I realized much of what I was doing in my business felt very familiar to me. It was just like another campaign, except it was going to continue beyond November. uh, (laughs) But the ideas and the experiences and the skills I developed, uh, especially in the political world, but also in the nonprofit world, too, uh, uh, helped me get over that reservation and and candidly the fear about whether or not I was going to succeed.
1: Mm, yeah, and and we all have that fear, whether we acknowledge it or not. You talked about your systems, you know, in, in whether it's a political campaign or a business, there's systems. Explain a little bit more about systems that you have found really key to success in your business.
0: In the first uh, couple of years, I I think the key was to find people who could help me with uh, services that, frankly, were I, I wasn't any good at. And I'm thinking uh, about payroll, bookkeeping, uh, taxes, uh, but also administrative support. And so I made a point of going out and finding uh, vendors uh, who could help me with those things. And I never tried to do them myself. And I think I saved myself a lot of of grief by doing so. I think something else in terms of uh, setting up systems is Uh, I, I found it invaluable to learn from peers in my field. Uh, and so I make a point of talking to, in the case of max list, um, other people who are in the job hunting and career development world about their businesses and, and how they've approached problems that I've, I, that I've experienced. And I found that to be invaluable. And I've also found people to be very generous with advice and insights and I try to uh, uh, repay that whenever I can.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that those are two very important things that you mentioned. The, the outsourcing, you know, it's it's important for a business owner to know where your strengths are and know what you're not good at, and then be able to just say, okay, I'm going to let somebody else do what they're good at, and concentrate that's on it. what I'm good at. And and then the peer community, um, you know, that's huge in in our. Blog connection membership. Um, that's one of the things that I get feedback on the most is that the ladies just so enjoy the the community of the other entrepreneurs that they can mastermind with and and talk with and ask questions of and, and get other um, other people's input or other people's points of view on things that they're facing in their business and and it's it's so so valuable.
0: It is, and I find whatever field your is in, there's a professional association, a conference, books, uh, and local peers uh, in, in your city who are already doing this work, and uh, you should get plugged into them.
1: Absolutely. And if you're looking for a conference to attend, we actually have a list on our website, bloggingsuccessfully.com slash conferences. We have a huge list of conferences all across the country and some international um, listed by month, so be sure and go check that out if you're looking for a professional event to attend uh, in your niche topic. So, Mac, um, tell us a little bit about the first time that you realized you were really making a difference with these businesses, that this was going to be a long-term thing, not just a side hustle.
0: I think with, with Mac's list, and it's humbling, this happens uh, regularly. But the first time I heard someone say, Hey, I got a job uh, that I found through your job board, and uh, thank you so much. And, hmm. and Kate, obviously, the person who told me that got the job themselves. They're the ones who applied and, and uh, uh, prepared for the interview and, and, and persuaded the employer to, to uh, make an offer. But it's, uh, I, I realized that, uh, you know, we were part of that process in a small way, and we were making a difference, not only in, in this person's life, but to the organization that, that hired the person as well. And that, that's very gratifying.
1: Yes, it is. And to, to know how far your influence goes, and, and for that one person who had the courage to write in and say, thank you, there's probably many, many, many more who... Thought it, but didn't actually act upon sending their thanks.
0: Oh yeah, and, and we do hear from people regularly. Um, the history of Max List is for many years. While I started it in 01, I I did it as a uh, as a community service and and a way of networking with others. And so I actually, Katie, didn't monetize it until 2010. Uh, I didn't start charging for listings and. To your point about I, I, when did I realize I was making a difference? It was not only the, the conversations I would have for, with people in the community who would tell me that they found a job through uh, the newsletter we were publishing and, and the website we set up, but uh, there was a period when I it had uh, what had been a side project basically had become a part-time job, and I this was uh, just before uh, 2010 and. I thought, okay, I'm going to stop doing this because it's taking time. It's just (laughs) – I've got this other business, and while this has been a fun side project, uh, I just don't have the the ability to to continue it. And so I I didn't send out job postings for about a month, Katie, and people started calling me. Wow. Um, (laughs) And they said, are you okay? We haven't heard from you. And uh, gosh, I – I really miss the service you provide and wow. I, from both job seekers and employers. And that was a clear signal that uh, we had uh, begun to build a, a very strong community. And, and what had been a, a weekly newsletter with just a few dozen names in 01 now is a weekly newsletter with 28,000 subscribers. Yeah. So uh, it, it's, uh, it's taken a long time to make that happen, but uh, it, it, it's gratifying to see it happen.
1: Wow. That's awesome. And so does does the newsletter serve um, brick and mortar businesses or does it serve online businesses? Uh, what kinds of businesses would be listing their jobs in your newsletter?
0: Uh, again, just by visiting maxlist.org, you can see for yourself. There's, uh, But many of our listings come from the Pacific Northwest because that's where uh, we're based and, and where our networks uh, uh, lie. But you will find professional white collar jobs, uh, typically in marketing, technology, uh, banking, uh, nonprofit, world, uh, government, and they are uh, 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 professional positions that uh, people tell us they, they're attracted to because they're, they're good jobs, they're desirable, uh, and they're jobs that are not only interesting, but make a difference uh, and have social value.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. So again, if you're looking for um, a position somewhere, you want to be sure to check out maxlist.org and see uh, what offerings he has there. Sign up for the newsletter so you can get uh, notifications of the new jobs that are released through that website. Now, Mac, what would you say to other entrepreneurs who are struggling to make their dreams a reality? They're just getting started or they've gotten started and hit a brick wall. Um, what's What's your best advice for them?
0: It's uh, look for a way, if you have hit a brick wall, look for ways to power through. If you're solving, be clear about the problem you want to solve and the people you you want to serve. And the best way to find out what their problems are is to talk to your customers uh, and ask them what keeps them up at night. If you find a way to, uh, if you understand what that is and you offer a service that solve that problem, uh, you'll have lots and lots of business. So in our case at MaxList, the problem we solve is employers uh, struggle with finding qualified candidates uh, and they're, when they post on big national boards, which are, are fine organizations, they tend to hear from people all over the country and they tend to get hundreds of applications. With us, uh, we've created because our site has grown through word of mouth, we get about 45,000 unique visitors a month, Katie, in addition to the newsletter subscribers. We've created a uh, an online community of people who mimic how employers hire, which is largely through word of mouth. And as a result, employers tell us they're getting fewer candidates, but they're much more qualified. And so they, they save time and money when they advertise with us because uh, they uh, get they don't have to wade through hundreds of applications to find the people they want to interview.
1: Mm, yes, and and concentrating on solving that problem and serving your people is a great a great motivating factor that can help you push through. I know it has for us in our business as well. So finally, Mac, our our uh, the last thing I would like for you to share with our listeners today. Tell us about your definition of success. I know it looks different for everyone, but what is your definition of success and, and how do you feel like you found it?
0: Well, for me, Katie, is it's making a positive difference about issues I care about or in the community where I live and work. And that is what attracted me to a career in, in public service with nonprofits and government and elected officials. And it what it's what drives... Uh, Maxlist and my other company, Pritchard Communications. Uh, it's all about helping people and helping communities. And you know, if if we're able to do that, uh, uh, to me, that, that, that that's why we're in business. You know, both firms happen to be uh, certified benefit corporations. They're social purpose uh, businesses, and uh, that's. Service to others is a very important value for me personally and for the people who, who work here as well and it uh, I think is a, 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 you, you have to run your business uh, in a profitable way and, and you have to meet solve your customers' problems uh, but it, but you can also make a positive difference in the community as well and that's, uh, and that to me is what success looks like.
1: Very good very good. Others motivated I love that. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we really appreciate your time, Mac, and all of the, the wisdom that you've shared. Um, we hope that you have much success with your newsletter list and with your communications uh, business this year. And um, if folks want to get in touch with Mac, uh, again, you need to go to maxlist.org or look him up on LinkedIn, Mac Pritchard. Thank you so much for your time today.
0: Great. Thank you, Katie.
1: People ask me a lot which email service provider I use. So let me tell you about ConvertKit and why I wish I'd switch to ConvertKit sooner. In ConvertKit, every subscriber counts as one subscriber, and I'm only billed by the subscribers I have, not by the amount of lists they're on. One subscriber can be on multiple lists and still count as one subscriber. I can also have multiple opt-ins for each list without having to create a separate uh, list for each opt-in that I want to create for my website. I can have sequences set up very easily and quickly. I can tag people based on actions that they take right within the email. I can resend an email. If I didn't get enough opens, I can uh, edit the email and resend it to the people who did not open, giving them a second chance. I also love that I have odd um, analytics right in the forms. I can tell how many people opted into that specific form. And I can also um, tag them um, based on the form, I love the integrations that this does. It integrates with Aweber, with WooCommerce, with a hundred other things. Uh, it integrates with lead pages. And I, you know how much I love lead pages, right? So this is just an awesome program. If you want to, to streamline and customize the email experience that your readers are getting, you definitely want to check out ConvertKit. BloggingSuccessfully.com forward slash ConvertKit will get you all the information you need.
0: Thanks for listening to the For Your Success Podcast with Katie Horner, presented by bloggingsuccessfully.com. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.foryoursuccesspodcast.com.